Hello, everybody, and welcome back to NBA Chats. It's been a while since I uploaded the last episode. Um, but let's just jump right back into it. So, today I just want to talk about all the things going on, because this season is crazy. Um, so let's just start off with some highlights, I guess, of the season, in terms of, like... Um, players and teams and stuff. So if we look at um, the standings, currently the most surprising teams in terms of just record, record-wise, um, the Cavaliers are the seven seed, and the Hawks are the eight seed, which isn't that surprising. But the Knicks are the six seed. Um, they're only. 1.5 games behind the Brooklyn Nets, which is crazy. Who would have ever thought that the New York Knicks would have been this good of a team thus far? Um, and what you really have to look for or look at is Julius Randle's production. Like, it's crazy. Um... And I really liked Julius Randle before he went to the Knicks. Um, he was one of my, like, favorite players. Probably, like, top 20 favorite players. I don't know if he'd make top 10, but I really did like him. And um, then when he went to the Knicks and people started hating on that, I was like, hey, I think this gives him a chance to show the world what he's got. And then he didn't do that last season whatsoever. Um and played not good to how I expected him to play. Um, I thought he was going to step it up. But he actually took a step back from his last season in New Orleans. Or his only season in New Orleans. He took a step back. Only averaged 19.5 points per game. And, um, yeah. He only averaged three assists, which I guess was the exact same as the year before. Um, but this season is now 6.1 assists, or 6.5 assists, according to up here. He's averaging 23 points per game, 10.6 rebounds, and 6.5 assists per game. It's like, whoa, where is this all coming from? Um, and I think this is what I kind of expect. Now, maybe not to this extent, like, some people were putting him in the MVP race for a while there. And um, so I, that's not necessarily what I expected. Um, but he has helped lead the Knicks to the 6-Z. Currently, they're 7-8. and eight. Um, And their next game, is it tonight? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I'll figure that out later. Anyways, then moving on to the lower seeds. The Heat are in the 12th seed. They are currently four and seven. They won only four games. Like it's ridiculous. Like how are the Heat like this? And you have to look at some of the production of some of their star players. Jimmy Butler is averaging fifteen points per game, almost sixteen, uh, five rebounds and five assists, um, which is a, definitely a step back from last season. If you look at his stats, let's go to the stats. Last season, he averaged 19.9, basically 20 points per game, and 
Oh, wow. He's shooting 0% from three this season, um, which I guess isn't that crazy because he's never taken that many shots from behind the arc over his career, but he's averaging 1.2 attempts per game and zero made. Just gonna say, but he's shooting at 93% from the free throw line and 44 from the field goal. From the, from the field. <laughs> from the field goal. Uh, his rebounds took a step back. His assists took a step back. Not by too much, but... It's just... I don't know. He's not being as much of a force as he was last season. We take a look at Tyler Hero. He's averaging 17.6, 6.7, and 3.8, which I believe is all a step up from last season. That's a good plus. But they just don't have... I, I don't know what. They're not putting it together somehow. Bam's averaging 18.6, 8.8, and 5. Like, Bam, Tyler Hero, they're having great seasons, but then Heat, as a team, are not. Um, and neither are the Raptors. The Raptors are one game below them. They're half a game below them. And uh, it's like, oh my goodness. What did the Raptors <laughs> like? They don't have a that great of a front court this season, but like Chris Boucher is stepping it up. Um, but Aaron Baines is kind of a big disappointment um, in that sense. Um, but now we take a look at the Raptors. They're doing not great things. The Wizards are doing not great things. The Pistons aren't doing great things, but that's expected. The Wizards, we, we thought, I personally put them like in my preseason power rankings. I had them probably in the six through eleven seed range, and they are currently the fourteenth seed. I didn't think they would make the six seed, but like that's the max I would like think they could make with Russ. Um, and then the low was eleven seed for me, but they are the fourteenth seed currently. So obviously, I was wrong. To some extent, um, the Magic aren't currently in the actual playoffs. They're in the play-in, but not in the playoffs, um, as well as the Charlotte Hornets. But they're both 6-8, and eight, so they're like only half a game back from the 7-8 and eight seeds. And 6 seeds, to be honest, to put that in their perspective. Then we go to the West. There's the usual suspects, like the Lakers are at the top, 11-3. Clippers, 10-4. Jazz, 9-4. Um, the Suns are four seed, which is awesome to see um, that the Chris Paul thing is working out well. The Spurs are the fifth seed, which is a surprise. Um, most people figured that the Spurs would kind of take a step back this year and actually work a little on a rebuild type of thing or something like that because of their last season wasn't great. But uh, the Trailblazers are the sixth seed. Most people thought they're going to be much better since they got their depth back and they added Robert Covington, which is more defense on the perimeter. But they're just kind of average right now. Um, the Mavericks are the seventh seed. They're at fifty percent, or they're at five hundred right now in terms of win percentage, um, tied with the Golden State Warriors, Memphis Grizzlies, and Oklahoma City Thunder, who are the three seeds below them, the eight, nine, ten seeds. Uh, the Grizzlies are doing surprisingly well for not having jaw for quite a, some time. Uh, like their last 10 games, they've been 6-4. and four. They're on a four-win streak. Four-game win streak is pretty good. The Thunder are doing surprisingly well because they lost Chris Paul. They lost Danilo Gallinari. They lost... Um, 
other <laughs> other pieces. And um, but now they're doing great, and Shay's stepping it up. A surprise down here would technically be the Denver Nuggets at the 11 seed right now. They're six and seven, but I think they're just having a slow start. I think once they get MPJ back, um, they'll be uh, getting back into the playoff contention area, like the four through eight seeds, but I don't see them making it any higher than that unless they can sign or trade for a better defensive piece to some extent somewhere. They need more defense somewhere. Um, and once they do that, I could see them moving it to the three or possibly even two seed if the Clippers fall off a little bit. Pelicans are a little surprising, but really not. They have no spacing at all on that team. So um, it's really hard for Zion to do anything. Um, some of the time, some of the time, not all the time. We had a great game the other night. Uh, the Rockets are the 13 seed, but we kind of didn't expect too much from the Rockets because we didn't know what was going to happen with the James Harden situation now that he's in Brooklyn. Um, I think that Ro the Rockets will actually uh, possibly even step it up, which a lot of people might not believe. But um, that's funny. Uh, some of their new trade pieces are saying same number with someone like Victor Oladipo and Daniel House both have the number four, so they're going to have to figure that out. Dante Exum and John Wall both have the number one. I'm assuming Dante is going to have to change his. Um, those are two players that were just traded there. But if we look at Christian Wood, he has been doing phenomenally. 23.2 points per game, 10.9 rebounds, one assist. Um... He's really been stepping it up for the Rockets there when James Harden really wasn't. And I think he, I think James Harden um, really treated that situation wrong. He could have got about it much smoother and still gotten a trade, I think, in my personal opinion. Um, and then I think the Rockets would have been higher in the standings anyways. The Kings are 14th. Um, but, like, all of these teams are super close. Like, the bottom teams are all really close. The top teams are all really close. So it's not – no one's super surprising yet. Um, and the Timberwolves are at the bottom of the West, which makes sense. I mean, it doesn't because everyone's like, they might be a fringe playoff team this season, adding Anthony Edwards to the duo of D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. But Cat has been out for a couple injuries. Now this is – can he get injured recently? I think he did the other day. Um, but he was out at the beginning of the season for an injury, and now he's out for this injury. Uh, D'Lo has no defense, <laughs> and um, Anthony Edwards can only do so much because he is a rookie, um, believe it or not. But let's talk about some players rather than teams. So I think Giannis has been quietly having a pretty good season. Like, I have, you don't really hear that much about Giannis this season, to be honest. I'm not really sure why. He's averaging 26.6 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists, but I think it's just because it's really what he's been averaging every season for the past few seasons. Um, but for some reason, I thought he was having a little bit of a down-type season. I mean, technically, his points did drop a little bit, and his percentage dropped a tiny bit. His three-point percentage actually went up by 0.1%. Believe it or not, his field, his free throw um, percentage went down though. 
His rebounds went down a little bit. His assists went down a tiny, tiny bit. His turnovers are the exact same for the past three seasons in a row, which is kind of hilarious. But, like, for some reason, I just you don't really hear much about Giannis. I don't really know why. Because they're still the top of the East, although they weren't for a little while, but they are. They're back at the top of the East again. Oh, no. I thought he was having a little bit of a down season, but let's talk about someone um, also at the top of the East that is having a great start to the season, and that is Jalen Brown averaging 25.8 points, 5.8 rebounds, and 3.8 assists. Um, And obviously, he does um, more than that on the court, as do all these people. It's not just numbers. Uh, you got to actually watch the games to understand their impact because there's a lot of people that are kind of having down years statistic-wise but are still um, really impacting the game on the court if you watch the games at all. Um, but the only reason I know Jalen Brown's been doing fantastic is because, well, first of all, people are talking about it, but also because he is on my fantasy team and he's been doing great for me there. Um, so Jalen Brown started off the season on fire. Jason Tatum's obviously still there and doing fantastic things. 26.9 points, 7 rebounds, and 3.8 assists. What a great duo. Kemba's finally coming back. That's great news for them. Let's talk about the Sixers. The Sixers are doing some pretty cool things. Tyrese Maxey had a great game the other night against the Nuggets, but that's because he's really the only player that got to do much um, on the team because pretty much everyone else was out. Um, Joel has been having an MVP caliber season, leading the Sixers to a 9-5 start, and they are the third seed in the East currently. Um, ben Simmons is kind of having a down year, statistically speaking. Um, and I'm really surprised that they didn't pull that trade off, but it seems like it was, I think it was Tyrese Maxey that was holding them down, is what I heard. They didn't want to trade him. Uh, the Pacers are doing great things. DeMontis Sabonis uh, started off the season just destroying things. Um, he's still averaging 21.7, 12.8, and 5.8. Um, and he's definitely a force to be reckoned with coming back from his little plantar fasciitis, yeah, plantar fasciitis issue he had during the bubble. So he wasn't able to play in the playoffs, which I heard really was hard for him. The Nets just, I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to talk about like one person per team. The Nets, KD is looking fantastic coming back from his injury. Uh, James Harden and Kevin Durant the other night looked fantastic together. Like they have perfect chemistry. Um, and then... The whole Kyrie situation, I don't need to talk about it, I don't think, so I'm just going to skip over that. The Knicks, we already talked about Julius Randle, but another cool bright spot on their team is Emmanuel Quickly, who was, what, their second pick? Round one, pick 25, yeah. He's, like, right at the end of the first round. He's only averaging 10, 1.6, and 2.6, but he's had some really great games, um... He had a 23-point game the other night, Friday. And um, just yesterday, he had a 17-point game. Um, yeah, he's been, having a, he's been having a pretty good season uh, quietly for them, which is super cool. 
um, since Obi Toppin is always kind of stepping it up there. Cleveland Cavaliers, the duo of Ke- uh, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland has been doing fantastically. Um, Andre Drummond still being Andre Drummond with those rebounds. And um, Isaac Okoro has been really good for them. Uh, stepping up defense-wise for them. And they are currently, what, like the top defense in the league? One of the top defenses in the league, which is it's crazy. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the Hawks. I only want to talk about bright spots, so we're not going to talk about Trey Young's recent games. Um, <laughs> but let's see. I haven't really talked. Uh, I think Cam Reddish has been having a great season. Yeah, I think he's been doing good. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think Trey Young just needs to get his confidence back. That's all he needs. Got 26 points uh, the other night versus the Blazers, which is good. Um, it's a good sign for him. Let's go with the Magic. A bright spot for them would be um, their rookie, Cole Anthony, has been doing fantastically. Uh, at least in the beginning of the season. And, uh, yeah, he's, they're currently on a long losing streak, which kind of sucks because they were the last undefeated team and they're now what? On a, uh, they're on a six game losing streak currently. And they have eight losses. So only two of their losses were not in their last six that they just lost in a row. Um, but Cole Anthony is a bright spot, and I think he'll be a good future asset for them. Let's talk about the Hornets. LaMelo Ball has been stepping it up. Um, he's literally a month a month older than me, which I didn't realize until just today. <laughs> but um, it's pretty cool. Um, he's been, he got, was the youngest to ever get a triple double, I believe the other night, which is cool. PJ Washington has been pretty good for them. He's on my fantasy team. He's been doing pretty good. Let's go to the Bulls. Kobe, Kobe White has been pretty good for them off the bench. Zach Levine has been playing his heart out as usual. Um... And Patrick Williams has looked like a pretty good pick um, from where he was drafted, from what like people were saying he should have gone or whatever, you know, because they're like, oh, what the heck, Patrick Williams is high? Okay. But I think he's um, proving himself there. The Heat kind of talked about them already. Bam's having a spectacular season. Tyler Hero is having a pretty good season, too. That's all I gotta say about them. The Raptors, Chris Boucher, uh, who we talked about a little earlier, has been um, putting on a show for them, and not really much else is going for them. Pascal is not looking great this season. The Wizards, Bradley Beal, obviously, as always, is just going off. I'm averaging on the league high in points, and um, still not winning games. And the Pistons, Jeremy Grant. One of my favorite players this season. Um, he was on my team last season, which is the Nuggets. 
and uh, I thought it was super. I thought it was a really good piece for us, and I was surprised when we didn't re-sign him. But I was I had faith in Paul Millsap because I've always liked Paul Millsap, and um, he's not necessarily showing up this season, but. Um, but I do applaud Jeremy Grant for going to the Pistons to challenge himself, and he is putting on a show, averaging crazy numbers um, that most people wouldn't expect. Like I saw this post on Instagram earlier today that was like, if I, someone told me last season that Jeremy Grant would be averaging the same amount of points as James Harden, like, I don't know. I wouldn't have believed anything. <laughs> like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, Lakers, they've got LeBron. That's all I got to say about that. Talon Horton Tucker's looked pretty great uh, at the beginning of the season, too. He's looked like a bright spot for them. The Clippers, they've got, still got Kawhi, obviously. Um, and Paul George has been looking great since his uh, bubble fumble. Um,. But he, so far, he's been looking pretty great. And, um, yeah. I guess we'll put that there. The Jazz. Um, they've got Donovan Mitchell, who's been on a cold streak. They've got Bojan Bogdanovich, has also been on a cold streak. Uh, Rudy Gobert's still there. <laughs> I don't think they really have any bright spots. They're all just kind of still doing their thing and winning. Derek Favors is uh, providing some great uh, defense off the bench for them. Uh, there, I'll shout out him, I guess. The Suns. Um, Mikhail Bridges has been really great for them this season. Uh, Jay Crowder is pretty good for them as well. Uh Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Chris Paul trade worked out well for them. Because it's far they're the four seed. The Spurs, bright spots. DeJounte Murray has been looking fantastic. Um, but really, the bright spot for them is Keldon Johnson, who has been spectacular in his sophomore season. He's averaging 14.2, 7, and 2.2. He's been having some great uh, games recently. Hit a 29-point game the other night versus uh, Houston. Yeah, Kellen Johnson has been looking great uh, for them this season. Uh, so I'm going to say that's the Spurs' bright spot. Trailblazers, opposite of a bright spot, would be uh, Robert Covington, who they traded for. But uh, CJ has looked fantastic. CJ McCollum uh, was leading the league in scoring. Um. Or maybe not leading the league, but he was up there. He's like top four or something. Maybe still is. And, um, yeah, he's been crazy good for them this season. Like all-star level good. And I kind of hope he makes an all-star game. I think he deserves it. The Mavericks, they've got Luka. That's always a bright spot. Josh Richardson started out the uh, season pretty good for them, but I think he's injured currently or out because of COVID protocols or something. Um, Boban Marjanovic, great, great, <laughs> great bright spot for them. Um, but overall, they're pretty good. They're a pretty good team. Warriors, Curry, 
Steph Curry. Do I really have to say more? Um, Wiggins has finally started to find his shot. Kelly Oubre still hasn't really. Maybe a little bit more than I last checked, but still. James Wiseman has been pretty good. The Grizzlies. Uh, Kyle Anderson has been putting on some pretty good games. Um, Brandon Clark's still there. Valanciunas is doing pretty good. Dylan Brooks is stepping it up a bit. Um, they're just all around putting in a team effort while Jaw is out. Uh, the Thunder. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, my guys. Shea. And Lou Dort has been having a very underrated season. You know, they're going to need 21 points. And he's also one of the best young defenders in this league right now. So, go Lou Wensdort. Denver Nuggets, Bryce Spies. Jokic, he's basically averaging a triple-double. If he isn't, he pretty much Yeah, he is. He's averaging 25, 11, and 10. Like... How much better than that can you get? I think he deserves the MVP, to be honest. Um, if this team starts winning more than they have, then um, then I will say that. Then I will say that he's definitely MVP. If he can t- maintain those numbers. For the Pelicans, Zion. They've got Zion. 22.6 points, 8 rebounds, and 1.6 assists. He had 31 points last night. Versus the Kings. Great game for him, even though Deer and Fox put on a show. We'll get to him in a minute. The Rockets, bright spot Christian Wood. We already talked about him, so I'll just move on from that. Hopefully VO can be a bright spot for them too when he plays. Is that today or tomorrow? I can't remember. Anyways... For the Kings, um, yeah, their standout would be Darren. Darren has been putting on some great games recently. He had 43 points yesterday, along with four rebounds and 13 assists, as well as four steals. Great game for De'Aaron Fox. So he's a bright spot there, even though they're bottom of the conference, except for the Timberwolves. Who, I don't know if they really have a bright spot. Malik Beasley has been putting on a show still. Um, Jarrett Culver has been pretty good. Sophomore season. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think that's all I have to say about that. Okay, so that's, that's bright spots for all the teams. Bright spot teams and not so bright spot teams. And uh, I think that's it for the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, let me know if you have ideas for another episode. Um, although I guess you can't just comment on this because it isn't on YouTube, but that's uh, whatever. Um, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll start uh, getting a little more into the scene of the podcast, you know what I mean? So I'll see you guys later. Thanks. Peace out.